0: What is going on, everyone? This is episode 32 of the Attack for Zero podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gardner Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. Carl, what's going on today, man?
1: We have a pretty quiet week this week. Uh, Commander spoilers started at Gen Con. Last week? At the start of August.
0: Yeah, so basically, uh, I think we recorded Wednesday or Thursday last week, and they started like the next day. So naturally, we just missed everything last week. So, we're making it up for it this week.
1: Yep. Uh, we have... I think it's every deck but the Madness deck spoiled for us right now, as of recording.
0: Which, I was going to say, yeah, spoilers are coming up as we, as we record, so... We're Recur- constantly
1: refreshing.
0: If, hey, we got a new card. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, No, like, actually, we, we just got another new card. It's
1: the Hate Mirage thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, I didn't know if you'd seen this yet.
1: Uh, Anyway, before we get ahead of ourselves, we should probably just, like, start with the ones we have.
0: Yeah, well, we will introduce the... Where do you want to start, man? We got three decks. We have the Naya Populate deck, the Jeskai Flashback deck, and... Sultai Morph.
1: We start with Sultai Morph, start at the top, and work our way down.
0: Okay, sounds good to me. (laughs) Um... So, notable reprints here. Um,
1: Seedborn Muse.
0: Seedborn Muse is actually really, really awesome. Uh, it's a card that's played pretty heavily. And it's a card that uh, has not has not seen a reprint since Battle Bond. Is that yep, right? Yeah, that's right. Which, I mean, that was a year ago. And who actually opened Battle Bond?
1: anybody playing the two-headed giant draft format.
0: Gotcha, so nobody. Um, That's all you had to say, man.
1: So, the Sultai deck, all of its commanders are some kind of, like, based around creatures and morph and stuff like that. Uh, The first one, which is the box art, is Cadena's Linking Sorcerer, which is black, green, blue, and one for a 3-3 legendary Naga wizard. The first face-down creature spell you cast each turn costs three less to cast, and whenever a face-down creature enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card.
0: Like... I think this card's really like, this is the Morph like,
1: Commander now. Like... Yeah.
0: Free free Morph spell every turn, and you draw a card anytime you do yeah. it. So, like, then you just get to combine this thing with, like, um... Like, the the really cool loop is something we had back in Standard is the Deathmiss Raptor did protect the loop. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see what what else do we have here? We have Ixadron, which turns everything face down. Which because your opponent's creatures don't have morph, they can't get flipped back up. Whereas yours can. Yep. Um, if they're flipped face yep. down, they still keep like counters and stuff on them, though, right?
1: I believe so. I don't know morph's a weird mechanic.
0: Morph is weird, man. It doesn't use the stack. It does its own thing. Like who actually understands how this works? Oh. Um, we have Stratus Dancer, which is a negate on a 2-1, f- oh, well, a 2-1 flyer with Mega Morph. Um, what is this thing? Bane of the Living. What is this from? Uh, Black Black X as its morph cost. When it's turned face up, creatures get Neg X Neg X till end of turn. That card's cool. I have no idea what set that's from. It
1: sounds like a like a Kamigawa card.
0: Do they have morphing? I don't know,
1: but it sounds like a Kamigawa card.
0: It is a Legion's there card. <laughs> Ask me how surprised I am by Legion's staple bane of the living.
1: <laughs> so the Sultai deck does more than just morph stuff. Uh, the one of the other box commanders that come with it is Rayami first of the fallen. For black, green, blue, and one, you get a five four legendary vampire. If a non token creature you would die, exile that car with a blood counter on it instead. As long as the exiled as long as an exiled creature with blood counter on it has flying, rayami first of the fallen has flying. Same is true for first strike, double strike, death touch, hexproof indestructible, lifelink, menace, protection, reach, trample, and vigilance. So it's pretty much Super Soul flare for your commander.
0: Um, interesting note, I believe this is the first green vampire. I think so. I don't think that actually means anything, but now we have a green vampire. Yeah. <laughs> so now you're you're more five color vampires deck can play actual green cards. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I think this card's weird. It's
1: it's a it's a like, cool build
0: around commander for sure. But like, are you wanting to, so it, it keeps the, the abilities every time it's recast yep. because they're exiled with the counters, which is really sweet. Um, so it's not like Soul Flare where you have to do it every time. Yep. Um, past that, like, we're just like, Soul Tie, keep the board cleared, like, just kill all the creatures. Yeah. I know Saffron Olive was talking about playing like a value deck where you like you're like sacrificing your own stuff to this. I'm just like I'm kinda off that already, but you know. There's people who like to play that style of game. That true man, and that's that's the thing about commanders, there is thirty different ways to build each commander. Mm-hmm. Uh Um The last of the Sultai ones here is Voldrath, the shape stealer. Uh, two insultai for a seven-five shapeshifter. At the beginning of the combat on your turn, put a neg one, neg one counter on up to one target creature. Uh, one, one mana until your next turn. Volrath, the shapeshifter, becomes a copy of target creature with with a counter on it. Except it's a seven-five and has this ability. What are we doing with this? Uh,
1: making really cool seven-fives i don't know
0: but like it this one's a weird it's one. a
1: weird one to get wrap your head around it can like you can turn them into uh, when we get to later the egg one you can turn him into the egg one and then it's like here's the seven five that makes an egg and
0: like i love the egg command. and then you
1: can flip then you turn your <laughs> egg into other things and This deck is like, it's like, Mr. Steal Your Girl, like, everything, you just take everything your opponent has, and you just play their deck with all your clone cards.
0: So, what's the, is it Quicksilver Gargantuan? That makes a copy. Is that a card? makes
1: an eight, a seven, seven
0: instead. Yeah, Yeah, is that,
1: is that? That's a card. That's what it is.
0: Yeah, that, uh, that's just, like, perfect for this deck. Yep. Because, like, you're already cloning everything, so why not just have giant clones? Like,
1: you get that, and Um, Clever Impersonator,
0: and... Which, notable reprint... Is that in the Sultai deck? Or is it in the Jeskai deck?
1: I think that's in the Sultai... Yeah, it's in the Jeskai. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's some some weird ones in the Jeskai deck. The
1: Jeskai deck is weird. It's like they didn't know what to do outside of Flashback, so they just, like, stuck random dudes in there.
0: Yeah. Um what other new cards do we have here?
1: Um let's see here, scrolling back down. Uh at Gen Con we also got kadina Silencer, which is uh two mana, it's one in the blue for a two one with Megamorph for one in the blue. When kadina Silencer is turned face up, counter all abilities your opponents control.
0: Yeah, that one's a sweet one.
1: Um Continuing on up, uh we have Kirik, son of yogmoth This one's been making waves everywhere. Uh it's
0: Oh, this card is absurd. So it's a
1: 7 mana 4 and 3 Phyrexian black 2 for a 2/2 two, two legendary creature horror minion with lifelink and has the ability for each black in a mana cost or in a ability cost mana cost, any of that stuff, you may pay 2 life rather than pay that mana. And whenever you cast a black spell, put a plus and plus one counter on Kirik, son of Yagmoth.
0: So, interesting things you can do with this. Um, I learned on Twitter that Extort is a cost. Yep. Uh, cumulative Upkeep is a cost. Yep. So, there is... Uh, I can't remember the black card. There's some weird black card from who knows when that has Cumulative Upkeep of lose a life and pay a black mana that makes all lands tap for black or something instead. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, all right, I'm going to lock you all out. You can't play your spells and I'm going to beat you to death with my my commander. Seems fun. Um, then you have Blight Pontiff, which gives all your creatures extort. Um, it, I, I was working on building this as a mono black storm deck. And it seems really cool, but I think it's lacking like something. Mm-hmm. I I I just I don't know how to build a storm deck in commander. It was it was it, anytime I tried to it's just all right. I'm gonna go net deck and and someone has already done this. I'm just gonna copy someone else. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a really cool one, and there's a lot of different ways you could take this. Um. Kyle and I were talking about playing, like, mono black Zombies with this. That'd be cute. Because you get, like... Like, you get, like, Geralt's Messenger is a 0-mana 2-2 two, two or whatever at that point. Like, Phyrexian Obliterator is a 0-mana 5-5. Five, five. Like, there's all kinds of cool things you can do with this. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> Wiv of Aribose is another really cool one, because, like, you negate all the life loss. I I think this card's insanely good, and it's probably... From what I've seen, probably the most, like, hyped card from this set so far. Yeah,
1: from the Commander spoilers, for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, um I know, when when this card was spoiled, uh, Saffron Olive tweeted this, too. I've, I've been following his Twitter the last, like, week extensively, just because, like, he retweets everything that gets spoiled. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, the day after this is spoiled, he's like, I know this is a real card, but every time I see it, I just can't believe that it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And literally my first thought when this is printed is I'm like, all right, I don't really know that set symbol that well, so it could, it might be the Commander 19 one. I don't know. I'm like, this looks like a card off the fake, like, magic card, build your own magic card website. I'm just like this is so absurd and so out there that I can't believe this is real. Yeah, I agree.
1: <laughs> uh, moving on, other new cards from this deck. Uh, I believe this deck plays Sanctum to of Eternity. The uh, or do they do they all play it? There's one of these decks that plays this new land. It's kind of has this weird ability where you can bounce your commander to your hand, but only during your turn. So it taps for a colorless and uh, you can pay two and tap it to return to our commander you own from the battlefield to your hand. Activate this ability only during your turn. So if someone steals your commander, you could get it back on your turn, but it has to be only on your turn. So then it kind of is just like
0: too late at that point yeah, the, the fact that you can't protect your commander is a kind of a, like really weird in my opinion um
1: the biggest thing i can think of is just like somebody steals your commander and takes and like and plays with it or like you you normally donate like like zedru can like donate itself and then bounce itself i don't know like i don't see how there be a reason to do that So, yeah, it's, it's weird. The land is weird.
0: Um, there is a combo with this and not Zatalpa. Uh, what's the other big old dinosaur? There's
1: five of them. Which one are you looking for?
0: The Nio one. Zakama? Nio one is not. Yeah, Zakama. There we go. You play this with Zakama as like an infinite ramp spell.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I, I mean, and then there's... Once you have infinite mana, there's a thousand different ways you oh, can yeah. kill your opponents. So, uh, like, it, it's not that hard to pull out specific one specific land from your deck. It, it's just, it's, especially in Naya. Yeah. And be able to just ramp that hard to cast your commander. So, like, you need... Is comma nine mana? comma is nine.
1: This would be land number ten. You would need...
0: So you need... Twelve mana,
1: twelve mana to do the twelve lands to do the loop. Yep, thirteen nets you a mana.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say twelve. Twelve makes infinite storm. Thirteen makes infinite storm. Infinite mana, which then oh you can't even you can't even kill people with the comet. It only shoots. It only shoots creatures. Yeah. So you just make infinite life and you win. There you go. <laughs> Hooray! Camelon,
1: Blue, um, we got a lot of cards to cover. Moving on. Uh, another card they revealed at Gen Con is Leadership Vacuum. This art on this card is great. Um, for two and a blue, you get an instant spell that uh, target player returns each commander they control from the battlefield to their command zone. Draw a card. Uh, not many cards reference the command zone. And the fact that they're starting to do that as like us as a focus is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one. Like worst case scenario, it like it loots. I mean, it doesn't even loot. It it cycles. Yeah. And like best case scenario, you get to like once once you've cast your commander like three times or whatever, and it's too expensive to cast. You can just pick it up and and replay it. Oh, this is battlefield. Oh, I'm so bad. Yeah, it goes from the
1: battlefield to the command zone.
0: Well, it gets rid of. Uh, what's his name? What's the what's the dude in this art?
1: Uh Ural, the Mistalker.
0: Yeah, there we go. You just tell him to, you know, get out of here and pick up him and not his auras. Yeah.
1: It's great.
0: And it's it's interesting that it's each, so it picks up all the partners too. Yeah, I
1: was like they they had to specify that because partners can be a problem. Uh more Gen Con spoilers. Uh we had Scare Tiller, which is like this mana ramp dude
0: this card's weird man so
1: whenever scare chiller becomes tapped you can choose one you may put a land card from your hand on the battlefield tapped or you may return target land card from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped so he's super cute with like mill strategies and or just land heavy strategies uh um, yeah
0: he's, he's really sweet in like gitrog and lord wind grace and all those decks that Care about putting lands in your graveyard.
1: Yep. Uh, He's four mana, one
0: four. Yep. Uh,
1: Another card from Gen Con. Uh, There was a trend here where a lot of these older cards that kind of got crappy printings of cards got new printings in this commander set. Uh, I know Tangrath, the Minotaur, first mate is one of them. But they were like, this card sucks. Another one was Vorath. Like, this card was, like, limited because... Invasion was the next block and we wanted to make this guy three color but we couldn't. <laughs> uh, hmm. So Gerard Weatherlight Hero has a reprinted has a new card. He's a uh, two red and a white for a legendary human soldier with first strike. Uh, when he dies exile it and return to the battlefield all artifact and creature cards in your graveyard that were put there from the battlefield this turn. It's kind of like half open the vaults, half uh, rally the Ancestors kind of thing. Rite just brings everything back.
0: Um, I know multiple people have been working on building eggs in Commander with this card.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised.
0: I'm just like, come on, guys. They just banned Paradox Engine. Don't take 30-minute turns anymore.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see here. Now we're into the actual, like, spoiler system that they had going on from Monday... So let's see here. Talked about the commanders for the Sultai deck.
0: Um, other other sweet cards we have from the Sultai deck. Um, Gift of Doom is a new one. Uh, this is a five-man enchantment that uh, enchanted creature has Death Touch and Indestructible. Uh, you can also play it as a Morph. Uh, morph costs a Sack a creature. And when it's turned up, you may attach it to a creature. Yep. Um, it's, it's a really cool way to have a, uh, like, quote-unquote removal spell on a, like, a morph. It's it's, it's an interesting design space, and I'm really, really glad to see something like this exist now. Yep.
1: We also have Pendant of Prosperity, it's three-mana Artifact. Uh, when it enters, the battlef- it enters the battlefield under control of an opponent you- of your choice and it has the activated ability two tap to draw a card and put a land card in your hand on the battlefield and then the o- you, the owner of it, would also get to do that effect.
0: Yeah, this is a Zedru card. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, it-, it makes me sad that I'm in the process of taking Zedru apart.
1: What other new cards are there? There's a lot of Manifest cards. Which is...
0: Uh, it, it's just another way for them to have more morph cards without everything being Having more. Yeah. Uh,
1: scroll of Fate but you is only, one.
0: You only like, flip the manifested card if it's a... If it's a creature like, card. Permanent, if it's right? a creature card. It's only if it's a creature? Yep. Or if it has a morph cost.
1: Or if the card had a morph
0: cost. Yeah. Okay.
1: Because Scrawl of Fate as a manifest reads put it on the battlefield, face down as a 2-2 creature, turn it face up anytime for its mana cost if it's a creature card. Whereas Morph okay. also has that same cost as you may turn it face up anytime for its Morph cost. It doesn't care how it got flipped face down. So your Gift of Doom gets to flip face up whenever you want to get flip it face up. Uh, Scroll of Fate's three mana artifact that manifests a card from your hand, which is super cool, because that's mm-hmm. like you get to actually choose
0: <laughs> yeah, like it, it allows you to play out your bigger threats earlier mm-hmm. and like still have them be I wanna say relevant, but like a 2-2 in commander is not very relevant most no. of the time. But like when you're playing when you're playing something like you know the Morph deck where any it, who knows what it is like It could be anything <laughs> It could be a boat, man
1: um, more cards from the Sultai deck that are new: uh, Thieving Amalgam, Seven Mana Ape Snake. For it. that's that's the best typing ever. That's almost better than Lizard Wizard. Lizard Wizard's up there. Uh, he's a six-seven that at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, you manifest the top card of that player's library. And whenever
0: yeah, that one's a that one's a weird one.
1: And whenever a creature you control but don't own dies, it loses its owner loses two life and you gain two life. So that's super cute.
0: Do you seven <laughs> mana?
1: For that ability it needs to be seven mana.
0: Yeah, I guess, but taking off the top of your also, opponent's like, library is like super sketchy. Seven mana is also like nothing <laughs> in Commander. Um what do you think about Grismold the Dreadsower? Uh he'd be uh, a this cool is a three
1: three. He'll be a cool commander.
0: I was gonna say this is a three three for uh one and Golgari. Uh, for a legendary troll shaman with trample, uh, at the beginning of your instep, each player creates a 1-1 plant. Uh, whenever a creature token dies, put a 1-1 counter on him.
1: He's cool. So we need He's interesting. him and the egg lady in the same deck.
0: So now we're playing four color. Mm-hmm. We're playing four color, not blue. Yep. Yeah.
1: And we're all about tokens. And them dying. Sound good. Uh huh. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: I think we're almost out of the new cards for the for the Sultai deck. Uh, I think the last one's Apex Altosaur, which is I believe you are correct. ...the eight mana, uh, nine mana, ten ten dinosaur. When it enters the battlefield, it fights up to one target creature you don't control, and has Enrage. Whenever it's dealt damage, it fights up to one target creature you don't control. So this will fight the board into the ground.
0: Um. So there is. What is the stupid big old thing from Battle Bond that anytime a creature enters the battlefield, it fights it? I don't know. There's some big old green. Where's Battle Bond? I'll find it.
1: OK, you keep looking. I want to keep talking because we got more cards to cover. Uh, you do your thing, man. Another new card out of the Saltide deck is Thought Sponge, which is got probably, like, runner-up for, like, coolest art in the set.
0: This is a cool... Yeah, this card's cool on its own. Did
1: we have a sponge as a creature type before?
0: Um... You know, I'm gonna gather that. You keep talking.
1: Uh, So, for three and a blue, you get a sponge creature, at a 1-1 with flash... When it enters the battlefield, uh, it enters the battlefield with the number of plus-a-plus plus encounters on it equal to the greatest number of cards an opponent has drawn this turn. When it dies, you draw cards equal to its power. So, at worst, you draw two cards. Because the first one for your opponent's turn, and then because it's a one-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your opponent's drawing a bunch of cards, you can put this in the play. And then it's like a 6-6 six, six, and it dies. You get to draw 6 cards. So that's kind of nice rate for 4 mana. Um, let's see here. Other new cards. Other new cards.
0: So uh, there are actual sponges before this. There is exactly one. It's Walking Sponge, which is a 2-mana uh, 1-1 one one that taps to give target creature uh, loses flying, first strike, or trample. Huh. Neat. So not a new creature type, but definitely the best sponge. Yep. <laughs>
1: uh another notable reprint. Uh Soccer Tri Builder with the promo art.
0: Yeah. Which I think they're making out non foil promos.
1: For this sport. Yeah, because
0: one. they did the same thing with uh Faithless Looting. The IDW art is now gonna be available.
1: For for more people. Granted it's still behind a thirty five dollar paywall but
0: I mean, yeah. Uh, Um, tempted discovery, getting a reprint that cycle of tempting offer cards. I've always really liked, um, the collective cards as well. The one where everyone can pay into them. I've also enjoyed. Yeah. Um, great Oak guardian, another card that was kind of expensive for a hot second, getting a reprint.
1: Um, Another new card, Sudden Substitution, two blue blue with split second. Uh, exchange control of target non-creature spell and target creature. Then the spell's controller may choose new targets for it. So that's kind of this, like, of chimera, Perplexing Chimera style effect, just, like, swapping a spell for a creature. Uh, which this, what which deck is this? At the very bottom of August 5th's spoiler, if you're searching by date. Sudden substitution.
0: Oh, OK. OK, I see. So it. So you
1: swap, a, you swap a spell for a creature. It doesn't matter whose it could be. It could be one player's spell and one player's creature and you swap them or you could still like one player's spell and give them your manifested land you have out of your hand. Like, so that's that's kind of cool. Um, I think that's everything for the Salt deck that's new. Yep, yeah, that's everything new.
0: Uh yeah, that looks right.
1: That new that's um, new that's
0: talk-worthy anyway. So, now we have Jeskai.
1: Yeah, yeah, we can move on to the Jeskai deck Mystic Intellect. Uh let's find the commander for commanders for him. Way down here at the bottom again.
0: See the the box art one is Savine the Chronoclasm. Uh two ingest guy for a two-two human wizard. Prevent all damage that we uh be dealt to him. Uh when you cast the first instant or sorcery from your graveyard, each turn copy that spell, you may choose new targets. So like very obviously wants to be a a Flashback like spells in graveyard commander. Yeah. Um being able to like blasphemous act and this guy live is really sweet. Like the perfect the fact that it like just doesn't die to damage based wrath or anything is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um we also have promocon sky rampart which is just guy for a 1-5 legendary wall with flying and defender. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, choose left or right. Each player may only attack the uh, the nearest opponent in the chosen direction and planeswalkers is controlled by that opponent. So what you do with this one is you play Spark Double and copy it and choose both directions and then no one can attack.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: um, the
1: last one is Elsha of the Infinite. For two and Jeskai, you get a three-three legendary Jin Monk. Uh, prowess: You may look at the top card of your library anytime. You may cast the top card of your library if it's a non-creature, non-land card, and you may cast it as though it had flash. That's insane.
0: It's yeah, I I really like this card. It's like
1: upgraded future sight, but you can't cast creatures. But you're not casting creatures in your prowess deck anyway. So
0: so <laughs> um. Cliff, for years, has played Ojitai, mm-hmm. and when this card was spoiled, he's just like, finally, we have a Jeskai Ojitai. <laughs> finally. <laughs> so, uh, this card's really cool. I really like this card, and you can... There's there's something... I forget the, the exact combo, but there's a way you can draw your entire deck with top. You have to make ma- oh ethereum sculptor ethereum sculptor plus top lets you draw your deck yeah so like you know cool <laughs> you also have a non-zero amount of prowess triggers that resolve too
1: mm-hmm. uh
0: so the problem there is like like your your commander can't just one shot someone because it gets blocked by literally everything
1: yep Let's see here, what other new cards are in this deck? Uh, Oh, the big one, Backdraft Hellkite. Oh, you mean Cube All-Star? Cube All-Star, Backdraft Hellkite, a.k.a. Big Snapcaster Mage.
0: Snapcaster Dragon.
1: Snapcaster Dargon.
0: So this is a uh, 5-mana, 3 and 2 red for a 4-4 flyer. uh, When it attacks each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard, gains flashback until end of turn. Flashback cost is equal to their mana cost. This card's just insane. Yeah, I love so this good. card. Um,
1: um,
0: i it, it's going to be like really good in Commander. It's going to be insane in Cube, and I can't die. Like I, I can't wait to die to this card.
1: Let's see here. Other new cards: Ignite the Future, which reminds me of like an Abbot of Carol Keep on steroids. Uh, Ignite the Future for three in a red for a sorcery. You can exile the top three cards your library until your next. End of your next turn, you may play those cards. If the spell is cast from your graveyard, you may play the cards this way without paying their mana cost. The flashback is eight this mana.
0: This card's cool. It's really cool. This card's really, really cool because you can just attack with like your Backdraft Hellkite and then pay four mana to flash this back. Yeah, and then
1: you get to so, like, all like, these spells. There's
0: infinite ways to be able to to do this. Oh yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's a sorcery, so you can't Torrential Gear Hulk it. Nope. But there's there's a lot of different ways you can you can cast this from your graveyard for not eight mana. Let's see here. Um, we also have Empowered Auto Generator. Is that the that's from the Just Guy deck, right? I believe so. Empowered, yes. yes, cool. Sorry, we're we're switching back from like three or four different pages, so like trying to keep everything organized is a pain. Not my not my strong suit. Uh, so this is a four mana artifact, uh, ETB's tapped, you can tap to put a charge counter on it, and then add X mana of any one color where X's number of charge counters on it. So, this just goes in, like, every Attracts a deck ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, this goes in every Proliferate deck ever, um, you probably play this in Brea, because it's an artifact that ramps, and, like, it, it, this card's really good. Yep. This card's very, very good.
1: Um. Oh, I know this card's your new favorite. Dockside Extortionist. This card's insane! For one in the red, you get a Goblin Pirate 1-2 that when it enters the battlefield, create X treasure tokens where X is the number of artifacts and enchantments your opponents control.
0: Like, specifically in our meta, too, like, our, the group of people I play Commander with, there's multiple Urza players. Like, there's. um... Like John is now playing Kai'kar. It's so like has all that stuff going on. There's there's artifacts everywhere, man. Oh yeah. So like me playing Kiki's just like, "All right. Make nine mana." <laughs> yeah. Um several of my friends on Discord have been working on playing this with Brea so we can play Thousand Year Storm, Smothering Tithe, and Revlon Riches.
1: <laughs> Seems fine.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm very excited for this card, and I need I need a foil, and they don't exist, and it makes me sad. Not
1: yet; they don't exist yet.
0: So I need I need a French one, so I can have one, because that's that's about as high of, as uh, pimping as I can get on this right now is foreign.
1: Yeah. Uh... So
0: if, if anyone's listening in Europe and wants to buy me, you know, a dockside extortionist, I know I know a guy who would willingly pay for that to be shipped to me. <laughs>
1: Uh, back to the wall commander thing uh we have another wall in this deck wall of stolen identity uh and there's a battlefield it's a copy of any creature on the battlefield except it's a wall in addition to its other types and has defender when you do uh, tap the copied creature and it doesn't untap during its controller's untap step for as long as you control wall of stolen identity so it's a it's a clone except it's a wall it's three and a blue for a clone, for a clone wall that
0: so like this down. is this is really interesting because like it can shut off certain commanders, um like the the big one for me is obviously Kiki. You just like tap down my commander and just cry. Yep. Because like like then I had to deal with a two two and that's like impossible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there's just a lot of different things you can do with this. Just be like, all right, uh, tap down your biggest threat. Now I have a now I have a huge blocker that you can't attack through. Please ignore me.
1: Uh, we could also just copy our Pramicon and choose the other direction. And then
0: we're protected. Except it's still legendary.
1: Uh, well, we have ways to get rid of legendary still. Yeah, like literally two. There's still ways to get rid of legendary. <laughs> and if, you know what, man? if you're playing copy, you have Mirror Gallery in your deck because you just want all the legendary creatures. Because sure, those are yeah. usually the best creatures.
0: I'm not wrong. (laughs) You're not wrong. You could also copy, like, Dungeon Geist with this and, like, tap down another thing. Yep. That's probably way too cute. Dungeon Geist is probably not Commander playable. Probably
1: not. Uh, What else we
0: got in this deck?
1: For new cards in this deck, we talked about Gerard earlier. Uh, Thalia's Geist Caller is way down here. Where'd you go? uh for Where did you go three mana two and a white you get a human cleric three one with life link that reads whenever you cast a spell from your graveyard create a one one white spirit creature token with flying and you may sacrifice a spirit valley as geist Caller gains indestructible until end of turn it's kind of this if you play this with what's her name what's his name the uh flashbacker dude i can't remember his name now savant no the commander, Savine. Yes. So you get to copy spells, copy graveyard spells. You get a 1-1 dude. If we have a way to just infinitely just fill our graveyard with a bunch of spells, we could just make a bunch of 1-1s. It's kind of cute. not the greatest. There's probably some way to break this. We have to find it, though.
0: Um, um Another notable card here, we have Mass Diminish. Uh, which is one in a blue sorcery until your next turn. Creatures target player controls, uh, become one ones and then a flashback for four. Um, yeah, like it's, it's cool. Just like basically fogs for a turn. Kind of.
1: Yep. And then we have random Zatalpa, Sun Titan in this deck. I
0: don't understand why we have a Zatalpa in this deck, man. I don't know. Like, I don't understand why we have a Zatalpa, like clever impersonators, like whatever. Like it it's insane in basically every blue deck. But like uh Pristine Sunwise, Gutter Snipe, these cards all make sense. And then you have like Burnished Heart to ramp into your Zatalpa.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I just I don't understand. I
1: don't know. Um Overall this deck's this deck seems like the weirdest one, for sure. It seems like
0: it's all over the place. Yeah. Like I like the general idea, but there are definitely things you need to do to upgrade it. Yeah. This seems... Go buy a torrential gear Hulk. Uh, I love torrential gear Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even gonna like lie about it, man. I love torrential gear Hulk. Uh,
1: the next deck is the Populate deck. Uh, it's Naya. What's the What's the box art one? This box one art is Urid. It's
0: the is it the kitty cat?
1: No, it's not the kitty cat. It's the guy that makes the...
0: Oh, uh, I, I had to know. scroll all the way down here to get these.
1: Yeah. uh Do you remember what's rest your name? geared Conclave Exile. When it enters the battlefield, create a 4-4 green rhino creature token with trample. Whenever he attacks, populate the token enters the battlefield tapped and attacking. He's a Naya and 2 for a 2-5. Human Shaman.
0: I'm really, really glad they gave... Uh, populate into red because, like, the red token makers are so cool. Oh, yeah. Like, most of them you know, are sac into turn or whatever, and so when you populate them, the token itself does not have the sac ability. It's a delayed trigger. So you're just like, all right, make a second copy of whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Make a second solemn simulacrum. Like, all right, cool, infinite value. Woo. Um... I, I'm not a fan that just like, it looks like most of the stuff here is just like, look at all my token cards. I mean, like, no, nah, I want, I want my populate cards to actually be cards that matter. Yeah. You know, like, like if I can make a copy of Wingmate Rock, then we're, then we're starting to talk.
1: You could make a copy of the token of from Wingmate Rock.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that, they pre-printed Desolation Twin. I need all of them. What? <laughs> the, the Naya deck has Desolation Twins in it. Oh, that's going to be good. <laughs> I need them. Uh, let's um, see here. Let's see. Rampaging Balos, Thrag Tusks. Um, what other commanders do we have? I know we have Naya commanders.
1: So, Naya commanders, we have the big kitty cat um what's his name
0: uh name. thick a johnny yeah is that, is that <laughs> what we're calling him for real
1: that's what i'm calling him man that's um, what he looks like Maurice breaker of the coil for is uh said the same thing naya and a one for a <laughs> five four your opponents can't cast spells during combat Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player go to each creature that player controls for those that may not know what goad is, it's a conspiracy two mechanic. Uh, that uh, until your next turn, those creatures attack each combat if able and attack a player other than you if able. So they have to attack somebody else.
0: So yeah, this uh, this dude is really sweet. Like if you can just have some huge ass dude that has trample, like then they always. Like, whoever you attack always has to attack. And, like, so you just very quickly run them out of the game. Yep. Because now they don't have blockers.
1: Yep. Uh, Holy
0: shit. Have you seen this full flowering? Yep. That card is insane.
1: Uh, full flowering for X, X, and green. You can populate populate X times.
0: Yep. All right. I need to make copies of Mold Drifter and then cast this card. Oh, my God. Why are you surprised by this? The
1: the best way you just like I need to make copies. You have Mimic Vat in the deck. You get to make a copy. Mimic Vat is a really
0: good one. Yeah, you get to
1: make a copy. Also, Mimic
0: Vat with sick new art.
1: Yeah, this art on Mimic Vat is really good. Uh, the other Naya commander is probably the one getting the most attention out of commander out of the Naya deck right now.
0: egg mom
1: atala palani nest tender for naya and one you get a two three legendary human shaman uh for two and tapping it you can create a zero one green egg creature token with defender and whenever an egg you control dies reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature card (laughs) put that card on the battlefield and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order
0: so, Carl was talking about, like, he said something this morning before we started recording about how he really liked this card. And, again, I have people on Discord who have been working on playing, on building this. So, we have an infinite combo already, it, to the surprise of no one. Um, alta plus Thornbite staff means it's always going to untap when whenever your egg dies, which just so happens to be you are able to sac it to Ashnod's altar to make two colorless mana, so you can continuously have. You can basically cast your entire. You cast all the creatures in your deck. Yep. Is it cast or put into play? Put into play. Put into okay. Play. So, you then put Perforos into play, which says every time a creature enters the battlefield, two something. Yeah, two to each opponent. Let's say it's two so everything. Yeah, now, now you just have infinite eggs that cast your entire library, which we have Kozlek and Ulamog in here. Uh, ho- so you put out all your creatures and then infinitely loop Crater Hoof. So in the event Perforos gets exiled or whatever, you can just kill the entire table with, per- uh, with huge, huge Crater Hoofs. Yep. This deck's sweet. I'm excited to see someone build this so I can die to it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Other notable new cards. Uh, It's a weird one. Doomed Artisan. This
0: card is really weird.
1: I'm not sure what to do with it besides make a bunch of tokens and then kill this guy off. Uh, So, Doomed Artisan for two two and a white you get a 1-1 Human Artificer that says, Sculptures you control can't attack or block. At the beginning of your cre- end step, create a colorless sculpture artifact creature token with cre- this creature's power and toughness are equal to the number of sculptures you control.
0: So it's like a construct, but only for itself. Yeah,
1: but it only sees other sculptures. Like, it only cares about other sculptures.
0: So, like, we're just playing this in, like, doubling season and anointed procession and, like, eventually have a million... Sculptures that which you then sack off?
1: Or we can donate it with Zedru and then get a bunch of treasure tokens later on with the what's his name? The goblin.
0: The The Doxai extortionist? Yeah, because every one of you these is an artifact Artifacts, that's neat. That's really cute.
1: That's the cutest thing I can come up with. That's about it though. Um
0: it's there for your Zedru deck so you can make infinite treasures. There you gotcha. go. <laughs> I, am, I am on board. You you had me at Zedru. <laughs> uh,
1: what other new cards are there? Uh, Song of the World Soul.
0: This card is sweet.
1: Uh, for uh, foreign white, white enchantment. Whenever you cast a spell, populate.
0: That card's insane. That's
1: what it needed, right? It's what populate needs, right? It's just a way to consistently populate because a lot of I your populate... I think so. Back when populate was a mechanic on uh, for Return of Ravnica, the only way you could populate was just like through instants and sorceries. There wasn't a whole lot of creature-based populate.
0: Yeah, nothing Nothing comes to mind. Um, four mana Tristani populated, I think. And like you had the guild mage that also populated... I've become very familiar with RTR cards the last what two weeks or whatever. Um, working on my cube, but past that, like you really don't have anything for like consistent populating. Like the best one was growing ranks,
1: but that's four mana.
0: <laughs> and like even still, it what was the requirement on it? It's just it's at the beginning
1: of your upkeep, populate.
0: Oh yeah
1: it's just so, a pain in the butt because it's at the beginning of your upkeep so your opponent knows when they can get your token off the field like it gives them a whole turn to get your token gone it's it was just bad like it was a poor design choice populate wasn't very strong
0: okay so we can play séance hear me out hold on séance <laughs> plus populate is like a combo so how do we win the game now? No clue. <laughs> Carl, you're not helping
1: no, me. No, I'm not. Here, man. We got we got more cards to cover. <laughs> Come on. All right. Um we got a real cool board wipe an hour of reckoning. Uh
0: That's actually a reprint. Is it? Yeah, it's uh it's from a commander set.
1: Well, that does us a lot of good.
0: Uh Commander 11. It is a it is a Ravnica card. Okay. The the other day when when cliff spoiled this in the discord he's like man i really uh, he's like i wish this was like modern playable or something i'm like i'm pretty sure that is modern legal and the one that discord posted was the commander 11 one i'm like oh obviously it's not okay <laughs> i like i i feel like i have seen this card the last week what <laughs> it's because i had man am i good or am i good you played during Ravnica. How did you not know this is a card?
1: Uh, because no one played it. <laughs> you know, man, that's that's very fair. Uh, Convoke. For, it's a seven-mana board wipe. There are much better board wipes on Ravnica back then. It's just like... There was much better board wipes to play. Uh, Convoke. Destroy all non-token creatures. It's cool in the Populate deck because you just all tokens anyway. Uh mandate of peace this one's in this one's also in the jeskai deck i think i think it's in both of them or is it just in the jeskai one
0: uh that i don't know i believe it's on it's in both uh it's an uncommon right it's a rare it's a rare that means it's only in one i think
1: okay so mandate of peace is for one in a white instant cast a spell only during combat your opponents can't cast spells this turn and the combat phase
0: uh just yep it's it's actually only in the jess deck
1: okay so it's silence plus uh can't attack me uh let's see here what else is there for the naya the naya deck has a lot of weird cards shamanic revelation i think that's new art for shamanic revelation
0: uh that was a promo art like an f promo art that is uh getting redone like,
1: every one of these cards has a pr- has a card with promo art as a card in the set,
0: in the, um, in the deck. Sheldon of the Third Path getting a reprint. That's another um, that's another big token dude. That's Yeah, that's another, like, red token dude, so... Really, really excited about that one.
1: Uh, Voice of Many is an uncommon. I know this one's in the Saltai deck as well. Uh... When it enters the battlefield, draw a card for each opponent who controls fewer creatures
0: than you. Yep, it is. It is in both. I had to check that one.
1: Uh, three, three for four mana. So it's like four mana harmonizes, draw three. So in four player games, this is harmonize on a stick usually. Mm hmm. Because um, you're going to have all the creatures all the time.
0: Second Harvest is probably just insane in this deck. What other ways do we have to... Oh, we have Soul Foundry. That's a card I haven't seen in a while. Yep. Uh, so that's four for an artifact with imprint. When it comes into play, uh, remove a creature card from your hand from the game. So exile exile a creature. And then you can pay X and tap it to put a token of that creature onto the battlefield Uh, Where X is the CMC of that creature. There's your token generator. That is a way to make actual tokens of actual dudes.
1: Uh, I'm looking for more new cards to talk about. Uh, I mentioned Tongroth first uh, before, how he has a new card now. Uh, I don't know why they just didn't say Menace. Oh no, it can't be blocked by more than one. Okay. So, this is reverse menace, which they need to come up with a keyword for that. Uh, Four mana, five, five.
0: Isn't that Skulk? No, Skulk is little dudes can block. I don't know, man. Skulk
1: is power less than it. I think that's how that works.
0: It's either... Oh, we got a new commander.
1: We'll get to that in a second.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah, sorry. Tongrath first mate. (laughs)
1: uh, Whenever an opponent attacks with one or more creatures, if it's tapped, you may have that opponent gain control of Tongrath until end of combat. If you choose a player, if you do choose a choose a player or planeswalker that opponent is attacking, Tongrath is attacking that player or planeswalker. So this is like pass around this dude to smash people,
0: mm-hmm. which is kind of cute. Yeah, it, it, this card took me about four times of reading it to figure out what the hell it did. <laughs> <laughs> um, Commander's Insignia is another really cool one. Creatures you control get +1 +1 for each time your commander was cast from the command zone, uh, for two in white-white. Where's like that's? Go ahead. uh, That's going to be like really sick in like the the Reese token decks. Yeah. So like, like having a one drop commander that's going to continuously die because people want to deal with it. You're just like, all right, cast it for nine mana. Everything gets +5 +5 attack. Yeah. Like it's beast. Is Beastmaster Ascension on another enchantment, basically. Pretty much. And, like, your commander doesn't even have to be in play for it to work, which is awesome. I am on board with that.
1: What other new cards are in this deck?
0: In this one? Yeah. Is Frost Frostfang a new card?
1: Yeah, it is.
0: So that's uh, three green green for a 2-6 snake. Attacking creatures you control have Death Touch... Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. That card's sweet.
1: Notably, it's a snow snake. It's a snow
0: creature. I did not notice that. That's interesting. It's That's like, really interesting. It's a snow
1: creature in a giant deck without other snow
0: cards. Maybe it's there for... Did We never got a Snow Legend, did we?
1: Mm, no. There wasn't
0: one in Horizons?
1: Not that I was aware of. Not unless you can't would... merit Lodge.
0: Man, I think we're getting a snow set here soon. You think I set? really do.
1: We could. We could. Let's see here. Uh Bloodthirsty Blade is another card that makes an appearance. It's an uncommon that kinda of shows up in other decks. It's like Goad is one of the mechanics they wanted to put in all these sets and they just found a way to do it with this equipment. Uh, Bloodthirsty Blade is a two-mana artifact equipment. Uh, equipped creature gets plus two, plus zero, and is goaded, meaning it attacks each combat if able, and attacks a player other than you if able, and you may pay one to attach it to target creature and opponent controls, and you can only activate it at sorcery speed.
0: So you equip a opponent's creature with it?
1: Yep. You throw it on an opponent's creature, it can't attack you, but it can attack anybody else. Uh... Cute thing, uh, I know people have been playing with Zantia, the the red-black. It's kind of like just red-black, here's my commander, kill other people with it. While you get killed yourself because everybody's drawing cards off of you. Just put Zantia into play, play Bloodthirsty Blade, put Bloodthirsty Blade on Zantia, just can attack anything. Like, anybody anyway, so anybody but you anyway, so it's just, like, smashing everybody else. Uh, speaking of red-black, the last deck is... Uh,
0: the one you're excited about, right? Yeah.
1: It's Madness deck, which we don't have the deck list for it yet. Its Cards are still coming out for it as we just, like, go throughout the
0: day. So I've been... Kind of occasionally sitting here refreshing, like, alright, do we get anything? And, I mean, you heard me say something <laughs> earlier, so... Um, um, we have all three commanders now, I think? I believe so. We'll have to go back
1: to the bottom to get the first one.
0: I'm on Star City, I'll just do it that way. Uh, so, the first one we have is Anjay? Wrath. It's a 1-3 <laughs> vampire for three. Uh, with haste, and you can tap... T- Tap and discard a card to draw a card. Uh, whenever you discard a card, if it has Madness, you can untap it. Yep. It's so like, it, very obviously, this is a Madness card. Play Madness cards with it. Yep. Like it's super laid out. Um, the other ones we have, we have Chainer, Nightmare Adept, uh, which is a 3-2 for Rakdos and 2. Uh, human Minion. Discard a card. You may cast a creature card from your graveyard this turn, activate this ability only once each turn, and whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, if you didn't cast it from your hand, it gains haste until your next turn. That card's very powerful. Yeah,
1: this is probably the commander that I would take out of the deck and just build another deck around it.
0: Yeah, this, this card's really cool. The fact that, like, like, if you can, like, living death this thing, like... Your entire graveyard gains haste, and you can just smash people. Oh yeah. Um, what what other dumb ways can you do things with this? Any reanimate like besides, spells? ever? I was gonna say yeah, like reanimate is the obvious one. Um, I got nothing off the top of my head.
1: Um, Egg Mom gives all your things haste. Egg Mom plus this, so if you oh have, because he didn't cast it, yep. So if you're four color, you can do him plus Egg Mom. Egg Mom cracks an egg, turn it into that whatever. It sounds like
0: anger with more steps.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> um, then we have Graven, Predator, Captain. This one was just spoiled not too long ago. Um, this is a five five for Ractos and three um, with menace um it gets plus x plus o where x is the amount of life you lost this turn whenever it attacks you may sacrifice another creature if you do draw cards equal to that creature's power and you lose life equal to that creature's toughness this card's cool it's cool it's super interesting i don't interesting. know how good it is but it's cool it's
1: super interesting it's like you need to draw you need card advantage here
0: you go <laughs> Um, is this a new card? I've never seen this card before. What is? Uh, Nightmare Unmaking. I believe it's new. Yep. Star City's not showing it, so. Um, this is black, black, and three for a sorcery. Choose one. Exile each creature with power greater than the number of cards in your hand. Or exile each creature with power less than the number of cards in your hand. Hmm. This is a cool card.
1: Yep. It is. Uh, like,
0: because it doesn't destroy, it actually gets rid of everything. It just
1: removes it permanently. All permanent in the sense that it's an exile. Hmm. Uh, no, it notably works pretty well with Grevin because it's like you're wanting to draw cards anyway. With, because that's what his ability does. Is you attack, you sack a creature, you get to draw cards and then lose life depending on how much it is. Uh, he works really well with, like, the, ele- like, elementals, like, where they have high power and low toughness and things like that, which is kind of cool. Which is a lot of things Red Black does really well anyway. It's, like, usually real high power and real low toughness. So it's kind of this, like, oh, here's this thing that can't attack anyway. Let's just draw five
0: cards and lose two life. Seems fine. Um, so, uh, we have Hedonist hedonist trove here as a uh, as a reprint and every time I see this card I think of villainous wealth and villainous wealth is a combo with chainer because you didn't cast him from your hand yep. so if you want to play another four color deck there you go <laughs> <so> <laughs> your your chainer villainous wealth deck combo uh, um other new card here we have supreme demon of grudge um this is like I'm assuming a rough translation because this is in portuguese i think so uh so this is five black black for a demon for a six six flying demon uh whenever a source an opponent controls deals damage to it that sources controller loses that much life unless that player sacrifices that many permanents uh it also has madness for three black black
1: which this thing costs seven usually so that's pretty good that's pretty good I, i mean
0: yeah like the the upgrade from seven to five is huge Plus like this card's just like fine. Like uh, unfortunately in Commander when when you're getting domed for, you know, five life or whatever because this thing blocks, you're just like, All right, I'll take it. Because yeah. you're not gonna sacrifice five permanents. That's that's huge. Yeah. It's it's only when you're at low life is this card like actually detrimental, at which point, like, I think I'd rather just have obliterator if I'm playing black. Yeah, but, like Obliterator being quad black is way harder to cast. So, um, other new
1: cards: Hate Mirage, three in a red. Uh, choose up to two target creatures you don't control. Create a token that's a copy of those creatures. They gain haste. Exile the beginning of the next end step. Kind of. Is cool. that in the
0: Populate deck?
1: It should be. It's an uncommon. It might be. If it's not, then it needs to be. It is. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I'm like, man, that seems like definitely a a populate card, but
1: uh, Skyfire Phoenix flying in haste. Whenever you when you cast your commander, return Skyfire Phoenix from your graveyard to the battlefield. No one cares what its mana cost is because it probably will never be hard cast.
0: <laughs> I mean, probably not,
1: man. Uh, it's a three three, which like... is a pretty big body for a phoenix. It's a
0: combo with Chainer because you can give it haste.
1: It already it already has haste. <laughs> <laughs> Um another new card this this artifact this aeon engine what the heck does this do like
0: oh you you and one other person take infinite turns with prototype portal and uh unwinding clock
1: there we go it,
0: you I, remembered why didn't why didn't you understand that man
1: you remembered
0: i'm so proud of you
1: someone was talking
0: about it on discord just now so i had to talk about it <laughs> That's, that's literally the only reason I can remember what cards it was. But yeah, so we get to go <laughs>
1: infinite turns with, with infinite back and forth with uh, Paradox Engine, Unwinding Clock, and this card imprinted under Paradox. Uh, not Paradox Engine, uh, Prototype Portal.
0: We get so to again, go. three card combo that costs you five mana every turn, but like...
1: Technically two, because the imprint's from your hand.
0: But, yeah. Yeah, but you still had to have it.
1: Oh, trust me, the decks that are going to be doing this, you'll have it. Yeah, it'll
0: be fine. You'll find it. I, it, I think this card is awful. and Like, it, this card's design is awful. I'm just confused. I, I don't understand why they would think that something like this would be okay. Like, I this card's going to create so much salt. Just be like, all right, play it, pass, next turn you're not getting another turn, so. Yep. Sorry. we <laughs> um, also have wildfire de- devils. Have we talked about that yet? Nope. I wasn't sure if it was a new card or not. I'm assuming this is. I haven't. I haven't ever seen this art before. And of course, me being me close to our city. So
1: uh, uh, s- either way, four mana, four, two, three and a red for a devil creature When wildfowl devils devils enter the battlefield, and depending on your upkeep, choose a player at random. That player exiles an instant or sorcery card from their graveyard. Copy that card. You may cast the copy without paying its mana cost.
0: I'm assuming this is also in the Jeskai deck, right?
1: It's a rare. It's in one of
0: them. Is it in the Jeskai deck? Let's find out. Nope, it's in the Madness deck. Okay. Neat. Neat, cool little card there. Yeah, the fact that it's like um, the the fact that it's also like ETB plus upkeep is really interesting. I might try this in in Kiki over uh, Mindclaw Shaman. That'd be a good spot for it. Like, I mean, Mindclaw Shaman's five. This is four. Like, I can do things with this on my opponent's instep with Kiki, so I get like three triggers off of it. Yeah. But like the first time. Do you have to copy it? Yeah, you you have to copy it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No. You may cast the copy. You may cast so the copy. You, you
1: still have to copy it, but you don't have to cast that copy. Oh,
0: okay, okay. So opponent's just like, all right, exile my Supreme Verdict. You're like, mm, no, nah, I'm good.
1: <laughs> I'm good. You, you keep that there. Uh, Neat. I think the last card that's new is a curse. Curse of Fool's Wisdom. Uh, for four black, black you get an aura curse enchantment. Uh, enchanted player. Whenever an enchanted player draws a card, they lose two life and you gain two life, and has madness for three in a black.
0: So you put this on the guy who has the consecrated stinks to be like, yeah, you can draw cards.
1: Yeah, you can have all the cards, bud. That's fine.
0: We don't. We don't care. Have fun.
1: Yep. Oh, and I think that catches everything up. For I'm gonna the most refresh part. one
0: last time. Yep, that's it.
1: So, out of the decks, which one do you like the most so far?
0: I love the Populate deck.
1: I, I <laughs> haven't seen the Madness deck yet, but so far Populate is currently the frontrunner for mine as well.
0: I mean, you have Thick a Johnny and you have Egg Mom. How much more do you need? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, so what's going on this weekend? Is there anything this weekend? Uh, no tournaments that
1: I'm aware of this weekend. There's... What? I no. think. Is there a GP? There might be a GP.
0: Uh. Minneapolis. Minneapolis is this weekend. So there is a GP. Modern? Ooh. Modern, yep. i say it should be modern. So. What do you envision? Lots uh, of Hogak?
1: Hogak. Hogak. Uh. Tron. Uh. More Hogak? Um, hardened scales might get a little bit more popular because of the, uh. Mythic Championship of Barcelona. I've been seeing the, the, um. The Reddit page has like come back to life. <laughs> it kind of every all the art, all the affinity decks kind of just died. All the Reddit pages died because we got they got collector oof, force of vigor shenanigans all in the course of one set, and mm-hmm. it kind of just like nuked everybody's like want to play the deck. Uh, but the fact that it it's got a decent, it has a decent Hogak matchup and can kind of beat Tron. Like it can beat Tron if it like draws right. So, but uh, Hogek Tron. Probably isn't Phoenix.
0: Yeah, I would. I Eldrazi would think it's doing good, like it does.
1: Like, these are the things you expect anymore. Like, that's what it is.
0: Stop playing Karn the Great Creator in, in Mono Green Tron. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat that horse until it's dead, man, and then some. Um. I know we were looking at uh, the deck list from the IQ over in Shawnee this past weekend.
1: That one was—that's a weird one.
0: Yeah, I mean, like Murfolk won, so obviously no one showed up for it. <laughs> 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 um, but like the the Mono Green Tron deck is again playing four great creators, and like it's interesting note, it has two Veil of Summer in its sideboard, which I, I know we've talked about on this on this uh, podcast before.
1: I've been very impressed with Veil of Summer and Infect and decks that it matters. I don't know how much Veil of Summer matters in Tron.
0: Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. Like, the, the decks that are playing, like, your discard spells or stuff, you just don't care about. Exactly. But, like, the, the things you care about is, like, your counter spells that are blue white. But again, like, eventually they're going to run out of counter spells, and, like, your top decks are going to be better than theirs most exactly. of the time. Exactly. So um mardu pyromancer is here doing things this is this is a deck that i've talked to you about and you're like nah stop it <laughs> yeah just stop it um interesting note this version is not playing yawgmoth instead it's playing dreadhorde arcanists
1: that's a that's an improvement that's much better.
0: uh it's also playing two got Ga- kaya's guile so yeah yeah man it's whatever Unearthed West Dreadhorde Arcanist is a hell of an engine.
1: Storm reared its ugly head.
0: (laughs) Again, with zero Fiery Islet and four Shiven Reef. And I, I just... I felt like that was a pretty easy, like, change after we got Fiery Islet, but...
1: Maybe the damage from Fiery Islet is relevant.
0: I mean, like, your burn matchup's already awful, so, like... If, if that's your argument, like... Y- you literally can't beat an Eidolon of the Great Rebel to save your life. You
1: got a repeal. You could beat an Eidolon.
0: You you have a repeal... Actually, yeah, you have one repeal main board.
1: Yep. You can beat an Eidolon.
0: And then post-board you have a Braids, a Cyclonic Rift, which is something... Uh, the first time I picked up the deck, I played a Cyclone Rift in my board. And I got to overload it. Uh, I actually played two in my board... No, no, I played one in my board and I played Noxious uh, Revival. I got to overload it twice against Affinity and beat them because of it. (laughs) Um, That was the first tournament I played Storm in and I top eighted and then lost to Green Black Infect in the top eight because he was the only one who didn't want to split. Of course. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure that was uh, Brian Lotta from Columbia. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's who I played. I could be wrong. This is a couple years back at this point. But uh, he's just like, nah, I don't split. I'm like, sure, man. Okay. And then I very, very quickly died to a Fire uh Crusader because I couldn't deal with it.
1: Crusader's really good.
0: Pro Red's really good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Pro Red and Pro White is really good.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think the number of Path to Exiles are going to go up this weekend, if you want me to be honest. Yeah,
1: Path is a real good answer for the Hogak deck because it just permanently deals with Hogak on the board.
0: Yep, it, it's also good against Phoenix and um, Thing in the Ice. Like, it's good against Is It Phoenix because, it, again, it permanently deals with their threats. Uh, I just I, I think people are not playing enough Path to Exiles right now in Modern. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: I think that um, is your signal that it's time to wrap up.
0: Yeah, I gotta I gotta go eat lunch with, with Tiffany. I had to go pick her up from work. So um I think that's gonna do it this week. Anything else you wanna hit before on the way out? Uh nope, that's about it. We'll
1: okay. Probably have GP results next week and I don't know what else. We'll
0: figure something out. I don't know, man. That's that's next week. That's future Carter's problem. Okay. (laughs) Um, so as always everyone you can find us on twitter at attack for zero myself at carnaval25 carl's at musical underscore 33 Uh, our twitch information is down in the show notes as well carl when are you going to stream again man
1: uh i don't know when i stop working every day
0: probably same (laughs) um questions comments concerns about the podcast you can always email us emails down in the show notes. Past that, we will talk to you all next week. Have a good one. Peace.